0: after I had made like a strong connection with them. And that's when I started thinking like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would that be wrong? Or why is it bad, like for someone to be like that? So spirituality had really, I didn't realize at the time, but it strongly impacted the way I looked at um, my connections with people and like the way I saw like other people's beliefs.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Greg Talks. I am your host, Greg. I am also majoring in bioengineering and I currently attend Oakland University. This is my co-host.
2: Erin, I am a clinical diagnostics major and I am currently also attending Oakland University.
1: And today we have two special guests joining us today on our last podcast on the stability series, which will be spiritual stability. So, uh, okay guys, introduce yourselves.
0: Okay, I'll go first. Uh, hi, my name's Eliza. Uh, I'm currently a major in psychology and I attend, um, Wayne State University. Okay. Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Marissa and
3: I attend Oakland University. Uh, my major is integrative studies with a minor in jazz studies and digital media productions.
1: Awesome. And uh, before we get started, my co-host Aaron would like to break down the difference between religion and spiritual stability. So take it away, Aaron.
2: Well, before I get into all of that, I'd just like to thank Aliza and Marissa for being here with us today. I am really excited to get into this with you guys. So for our last component of the stability series, we are going to be focusing on spirituality but there are a lot of different interpretations of the word spirituality, so I'd just like to define this in the case of this podcast. So some synonyms for spirituality can be religion and um, spiritual strength, but it's important to realize that in this context, that spirituality is more of an independent role than religion. Religion focuses on beliefs and practices that are usually maintained by an institution and or the community or the members of said institution. But spirituality is more of how an individual maintains his or her self in order to find meaning of life and the symbols in their life. So a lot of people can express spirituality as a harmony between physical, emotional, and mental or as the soul, the physical body, and the mental body. But in essence, all it is is just taking yourself and the meaning of life in your own interpretation. So guys, now that I've defined spiritual stability in my sense, Greg, how do you define spiritual stability?
1: Well, I'm glad that you asked, Aaron. So to me, uh, spirituality or spiritual stability is uh, finding your center through means of meditation and prayer. Uh, what, whether uh, you believe in God or not, I believe that those two things um, allow you to have a balanced grounding uh, that allows you to make it through uh, each and every day. Later on, uh, I'm going to speak on some of the specific practices that I do. And I mentioned a couple of them, like you know, prayer and meditation. But to me, that's ultimately uh, what spiritual stability means to me.
0: Aliza? Uh, um, okay, spiritual stability, as someone who's like grown up religious, uh throughout my entire life. Uh, spirituality and my religion have both been like, const- it's a constant connection for me. So in turn, when I do religious practices, those are my form of reaching spiritual stability in a sense of being sort of like what you said with like at peace of mind and like uh, what my purpose is in life what I'm trying to do. So that's how I try to define it for myself, yeah. Thanks Aliza, Marissa?
2: Hello, Um, so kind of to sum
3: it down for me, I think it's more of like an art form like mastering just to be stable like one with yourself um and i feel like everyone has to go through a lot of we'll just say trials and tribulations in order to get to that point you know it's it's literally like mastering an art form like you know you master to play an instrument or you know master a skill um and it takes years and sometimes and really like your whole life to do that um and as humans like we're still growing we're still evolving and even knows when we pass away we still have things to learn so um religiously for me though I consider it to be for me just praying every day it doesn't have to be like long you know super long prayers it can just be thanking you know whoever you believe in just for waking up today you know just as simple as that but I think it's something everyone has to go through and everyone everyone might not master it you know within this lifetime but hopefully that should be the goal for you know everyone on this earth but that's kind of like my interpretation um of it (laughs) to keep things simple
2: thanks Mm -hmm. um since we're already getting on to the question of practices greg are there any practices that you do consistently consistently to remain spiritually stable
1: yeah so a few of the practices that i do are prayer um, usually around uh, the evening time, and it kind of varies day to day. But what I'll do is I'll kind of just do like uh, a prayer uh, to God basically asking Him for, for forgiveness or um, just asking Him to lay certain things along the pathway for me to be a better person. Uh, so I do do that every night. Um, another thing that I do do is med- meditation. Now I haven't mastered meditation because if you know anything about meditation like marissa was saying it is uh, extremely hard to send to yourself and forget about the external world around you But once you found that zen once you've sat long enough in it though it brings you a certain satisfaction that i can't exactly put into words because you have to just be there to understand it though but that's one thing that i try to do every so often uh something else i do is drawing and working out uh to boost my spiritual energy um working out i'm not going to say is underrated um but i think it can be very helpful to get your um your energy higher uh if you're feeling down it has like this way of um It's leaking positive energy into your being because you feel good once you've gotten yourself a little bit stronger and once you've ran a little bit, you know, but those are like the three things. And like I said, with art is kind of like a side thing for me. I don't uh, really think it has ties to spirituality, but at the same time, it is art and art does heal the soul. So I guess in a way it does help. But that's me. Uh, Eliza, how about you?
0: Eliza? <laughs> <Lisa. laughs> no, but, but yeah, you're good. Um, honestly, so my, the way I try to you know, like achieve spirituality within my life, it's more of like there's both the religious side of it and then just like small daily tasks. I'll go in a little bit in like the religious side. Um, as someone who's Muslim, it's kind of confusing to explain, but we have two versions of praying where there's like a daily five times a day thing that we do where we kind of like, in a sense like worship God, but then there's like other things where if we're going on a drive somewhere, we pray for like, oh, please protect us, keep us safe and things like that. So in that sense, I do try to find my spirituality in that of like asking God for help or God for protect- or pr- protection. Um, But then there's the other side of it where, for example, if I'm, like, in a really stressful situation or, like, I have an exam coming up tomorrow and I just think, like, I really need to, like, step away from this, uh, maybe I'll, like, uh, for me, I also, I love art. I love painting and drawing. So maybe I'll take, like, 10 minutes in my day just to sketch around in my uh, notebook or maybe, like, suddenly I'll get, like, like, the burst of energy to, like, clean my room or, like, mop the floor or something like that. In that sense, like it's bringing me to my own sort of, like, self-awareness, like, like I'm bringing myself back into my own head, rather than having to constantly look at all the issues that are, like, going on around me, and, like, the clutter and mess of, like, the world and school and things like that, these sort of small little tasks of, like, painting, cleaning, asking for protection, those sort of things, like, bring me back to myself, if that makes a little bit of sense it does (laughs) it totally does thank you for sharing
2: Marissa Mm -hmm. so for me
3: I kind of want to say it's whatever brings me peace so kind of what um is it Aliza yeah yeah okay what Aliza was saying so whatever brings me peace into you know my mind body and soul because it's really you know all connected whether you know people know it or not um, so for me like for example like I'm a music student and I love to like play piano I love writing song lyrics um, anything that has to do with the art form brings me a lot of peace because I know one day I can share it and someone at least someone is going to understand what it is that I've been through or they could you know be relating to stuff they've been through so it just you know it's whatever whatever makes you happy and you know it it's it's really weird, like how just it all it's 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 a lot to take in at one time you know because you might feel something that has made you happy or brought you peace for this many years might not be able to bring you the same peace you know years from now so it's like you know still understanding you know yourself as a person on top of that you know understanding how your spirit you know, intertwines with, you know, your issues and the rest of the world. It's it's all just connected in its own divine way, if that makes sense. Um, That's kind of all I have to say. I want to say more, but I guess when it comes to me, I'll just, you know, shoot my hand up, try to share
2: it. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. That, all of you guys have made such great points in our emotional stability series and a little bit of our social stability episode, we touched on the differences between being oneself versus letting our emotions take control of us. And a big point to piggyback off of Marissa's point and a little bit off of Elisa's point is that when you have control of your emotions and if you know how to cope with them instead of just treating them as some sort of backlash, then you're able to experience yourself more And feel yourself more as who you are versus feeling yourself as like an anger management type of deal or something like that. And it's also really important just to put that out there that just because you are spiritual does not mean you cannot be religious. They go hand in hand, just like how a rectangle is not a square, but a square is a rectangle. Hmm. or vice versa i forget
1: nice metaphor
2: (laughs) all right so we'll move on to the next question which is are there any impactful situations you guys have experienced in which your spirituality has played a significant role so it could be some sort of conflict Mm. or if you have been talking and developing relationships if that has helped you bond with somebody that you have um, personally stayed in touch with. It could be any type of experience like that. So Greg, I'll let you take the stage.
1: So for me, and I'll speak on just a recent um, situation. uh, So the death of George Floyd um, obviously uh, has affected all of us, um, but being a black male uh, definitely affected me quite hard. And this isn't like that was the, the first time that that happened because uh, Trayvon Martin was the initial, um, thing for me, uh, my first experience of that. But for me, how I decided to cope with it was I decided to, uh, stop making excuses for not speaking my mind on, on the situation. And I decided to tell people how I thought, um, what I thought about it. And what it did for me was it, it made me feel a lot better to get my emotions out there. Um, I also had to do a little bit of prayer, not so much for me in this situation, but for uh, the people that um, have been doing our people wrong, essentially like hoping that at some point they're going to um, stop being ignorant, um, hold themselves accountable for the actions that they've taken um, against all of us and try to work with us um, to perpetuate some kind of change. So that's something that, um, uh, one of the experiences, uh, there was another previous experience where I had like an emotional breakdown. It was before I came to Oakland university. Uh, my mentor had passed away. He was a long time mentor for me and, uh, it definitely kind of broke me because he kind of was, um, one of my biggest motivators and one of the people that, uh, stuck up for me when other people did not necessarily believe I had the potential that I had. And on top of it, um, academically, I wasn't doing the best at the time. So a lot of that stuff just kind of came down on top of me. And, uh, you know, I cried not only for him in my, in my room, though, but I, like, I broke down kind of, you know, because of like the, the disappointment. But, the de- you know, it was, it was all kind of like building up in me and it, it all kind of came out. And what I had to do was I had to like, um, go and like, talk to, um, my counselor, um, to teach me about some breathing exercises. Uh, I had to start talking to, uh, accountability partners, uh, within this past year that I've been in Oakland. And then I also had to like pray every day, uh, to make sure that uh, I had that spiritual confidence in my ability to like, keep going, um. But that was, those are probably like some of the two most prominent uh, things that um, have affected my spirituality and and caused it to strengthen. So, yeah.
2: (laughs) I am sorry for your loss, but I am so happy that you have a solid social group and social support that are backing you up. And I'm glad that you have gotten to reach the situation that you are here today in. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Aliza, take it
0: away. So, um, honestly, most of the, when I think of like impactful situations which have played a part in my spiritu- spirituality or like my spirituality have played a part in them, it's mostly my relationships and connections with people, whether that be, you know, um, friendship or like a someone I'm dating, things like that, my spirituality has always come into part with it. And uh, recently, I know Aaron knows about this, but um, I was dating someone who wasn't—I uh, guess—did not wasn't religious. I wouldn't say not spiritual, but our forms of spirit spirituality were different. And so sometimes we would have not conflicts, but like because our differences in beliefs or our spirituality were different, we would have issues in what one thought was okay versus the other like didn't agree on. So what maybe they thought was okay to do, and I would think, no, you shouldn't, and it's mostly because of what I believe in. And so in that sense, a lot of the time, my spirituality comes mostly into play, at least for me, when I'm interacting with people. So I also had another experience where recently, my grandfather's, my grandfather on my dad's side passed away and so he had been someone who was like very, I was very close to in childhood. We couldn't, I hadn't seen him in a while since middle school because he went back to uh, Pakistan, which is where my family's from, to live with my, uh, my aunt, my dad's sister, who could properly take care of him. But when he recently passed away, it was a very, um, I guess, eye-opening moment because until then I hadn't had someone from my direct family or yeah direct family uh pass away yet and one of the things I remember thinking especially because of my parents and the family around me is like uh what like what do I do now with this like information I guess like how do I move on or what do I do about the situation? And one of the ways I found to cope with it, I guess, is um, prayer, praying for them. And then also it's, I'm not sure how to explain it, but it's basically like I found security in a conflicting situation, in a difficult situation with myself and with my spirituality it was able to help me cope with and uh, during that time so yeah those are the, that's
2: beautiful um, yeah. i'm also sorry for your loss
0: <laughs> sorry Remember, to make sorry? it so <laughs> 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 <Yeah.
2: That's laughs> intense anything like these twos i'm sorry for your loss too if not please ignore what i'm saying and please take the stage <laughs>
3: <laughs> that perfectly fine um so i can honestly uh relate to what both of them are saying. Um, I've had a lot of loss this year, last year, and the year before that. So for me, I wanna say like, I wanna say like a spiritual awakening more. Um, For me, it has to be when people close to me have died and it gives me an eye opener as to, I really need to build more connections with the people that are here now. So. You know, I don't want it to ever be a situation because this has happened to me before where I might only speak to, you know, this certain family member once a year or, you know, every time we have a reunion or something and, you know, next minute, you know, they're gone. And it's like, it's still things I still, you know, want to know about this person I've known since I was a kid and you can never get that back ever. But, um no, I most definitely understand um, where they're coming from. Um, but death to me is like, It's not something I think about all the time but I really think about you know we don't know how many days we have left to live so really enjoy it with the people that for one bring you positivity and light to your life and that add to you know whatever your calling is in life um and to really block out the negative things people spirits (laughs) etc but um yeah that's kind of what I have to say uh with that um you know I can go into stories about who's died and how it's affected me in different ways but I don't want to it's going to be a long list we'll be here forever but um yeah that's kind of what I gotta say you know
2: to that (laughs) got it very much appreciated no problem um all the three of them we've learned that spirituality is a combination of strength security and awakening as well and resolution so it's important to sum up with all of that that spirituality Is more along the lines of knowing oneself and knowing oneself through relationships not just who you think you are yourself and to work with both of them in order to gain more of a spiritual sense of self if that makes sense so our final question is how has your spirituality affected your development or growth into the person that you are today greg
1: okay so Throughout my childhood, um, like, and I'll just start like at the very beginning, uh, so I was introduced to uh, Methodist uh, Christianity when I was el- in elementary school. I went to this uh, AME Baptist church uh, for a couple years, and then I switched. But during that time, a lot of my spirituality was grounded in uh, going to church, for the most part, when I was young. I didn't really take it seriously back then because all I did, all I look forward to in terms of that was um, getting to go to Bible study uh, every weekend, um, hanging out with like my church friends when we would do like the choir and then going downstairs into the like computer room because you know, some of the, some churches like have the downstairs basement section where they have like games and stuff like that. So, that's what it was based upon. It wasn't until I got older and started actually listening to the sermons that the pastor would give at uh, my current church that um, I started to actually put some of those words into action day to day. And it, I started to change the way I moved uh, around people and the way I acted around people um, So I will say uh, the way I look at spirituality now is more of a a guideline to follow, but not necessarily one that I must follow word for word. So that's me. And even now, like, I don't go to like church all the time though. And uh, frankly, I'm a believer that while church um, does strengthen uh, my faith and I do need it like every so often, it's not necessary for you to keep your spiritual connection strong if you're still continually praying, if you're still meditating, and you're still having that one-to-one conversation with your higher power. So, but that's, that's me. How about you, Lisa? Um,
0: I mean, a lot of my situation is definitely like extremely similar to that. Uh, so like every Friday when we go to the mosque, my as a kid, it was more of like, oh, I get to see my friends that I know that go there. And then as I grow older, uh, I became more aware in, like, what my beliefs are and, like, what I may or may not dis- disagree or agree with, but, like, finding my, like, an actual connection to my religion. But not only that, I feel in my childhood, my spirituality and religion have a- impacted my moral code, especially. Like 100%, um, the way I look at my surroundings, the way I interact with people, like my spirituality has definitely affected that. And I remember one specific uh, instance where I noticed that was um, my, an interaction I had with a friend. So in my religion, it's taught that um, being gay or being bi and things like that is wrong, right? And I had never ever met someone who was, like, gay or bi or trans or whatever, you know, Uh, until I think it was my, yeah, my freshman year of high school uh, where I made a friend, and I didn't realize that they were um, bi or gay until later after I had made, like, a strong connection with them, and that's when I started thinking, like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would that be wrong, or why is it bad, like, for someone to be like that? So spirituality had really... I didn't realize at the time, but it strongly impacted the way I looked at um, my connections with people and like the way I saw like other people's beliefs, like I, I believe in this certain thing, but that doesn't necessarily, that doesn't mean that you're wrong to believe in that, like you should 100% believe in whatever makes you comfortable and happy, Mm -hmm. so that's definitely one of the things that like my spirituality has affected me like growing up since. Very strong point. Mm-hmm.
2: Definitely. You're on mute, Marissa. You're on mute, yeah. Oh.
3: can oh, you guys hear me? Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, that was my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, no, that was a very, uh very strong point. Um, And kind of to piggyback off of that, you know, when I was younger, I was really taught to just treat people the way you want to be treated, and even when they treat you wrong, still be a nice loving person because you never know what someone is going through because usually when people do wrong they're doing it and not even to really hurt you but because they're hurting so it's like hurt people hurt other people and if we you know as humans if we were to keep that cycle going it would just be a world full of hurt people not healing as a world and it becomes a domino effect you know in every aspect of our lives but um for most of my life, I've been Christian. We'll just put it that way. My mother's Christian, grandmother's Christian, whole family of Christians. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, and yeah, that was part of our practice. And I just didn't understand that as a child. But as I got older, um, you know, I started to understand like the ways of practice have incorporated you know into my life and how I deal with other people. And it just it really has helped me build a lot of connections. You know, with People I really didn't even know, like I would have connections with, um, and I think it's just so important to, you know, minus spirituality, just to have connections with people because you never know who you're going to need or what you're going to need, and when you're going to need it. So it's just always good to just, I just want to say, be nice and be helpful as much as you can, and just to give even when you don't have much to give. Um, I don't know if that's one of the rules of the Bible. I don't know somewhere in there, but you know that's pretty much what I've been taught and what I've learned and you know, we're at an age where we're now we're raised pretty much. So whatever we've been taught um, that's what we're going to carry on now to the rest of our lives and teach our children. So yeah, I'm just pretty happy like where I am and just happy that my mother was able to install those values and lessons into me. So I feel like I'm contributing to healing the world in you know the smallest ways possible because you know just good kindness actions <laughs> they go a long way so that's kind of yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you marissa for sharing
3: yeah no problem
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um mm-hmm. uh, all in all and before i l- let you cap us off aaron uh i just want to say uh thank you uh to you guys for uh sharing your experiences today um This episode would not have been, I don't think, as genuine without some other perspectives because I I just didn't want it to be us two. So thank you uh, so much for coming on. And uh, Erin, I'll let you close us out.
2: Awesome. All right, guys, we are wishing you the best. Currently, Michigan is going through yet another round of COVID-19 increases, and I know all around... Um, the U.S. it's going it's basically the same thing I don't know about other countries but I hope all of you guys are staying safe and being smart and I hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend
1: yeah thanks and also remember to subscribe comment down below to engage with us follow us on Amino or follow me on Amino I'm under Greg Talks We have an Instagram page at Greg Talks. That's G-R-E-G-T-A-L-K-Z. So just go on over there, chat us up. We'll always be free to continue this conversation um, as long as you're willing to, of course. And with that, uh, just like Aaron said, we hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you later. Bye.